pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. Two bits of good news, Liz. The first being, we have our video issues sorted. Yay! So we're recording this on video again. It's going to be going up on Instagram and on YouTube. Mm -hmm. For those of you who are seeing me for the first time, I don't normally dress like Kevin Smith before the heart attack. (laughs) His backwards hat is literally keeping my very cheap haircut in control. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, sure, sure. It is, and if I wear it with the peak forward, you can't see my eyes and I look very shifty. So I want to do a throwback to last week where you were talking about like, yeah, you know, I can still communicate with kids. That's what this is, and the answer is no. You know what no, I, you can't. You know what I look like? One of those guys that was undercover with the Hells Angels in like the 90s and now like just completely out of shape, you know, just, oh, God, I kind of remember some of the stuff. I think I did some crimes too. I think like it's one of those things where like they would take you out the back and they would literally just shave your beard <laughs> and then send you in undercover at 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd make that cast with Johnny Depp and those guys. No, the like the – oh, yeah, no. Oh, do you mean the modern version with Tanning Chatham? <laughs> with who? Channing Tatum. And that's not what you said. I said Tanning Chatham. Oh, I'm, he could tan my Chatham. Oh, <laughs> turned it inside out, find out what's wrong with it. Like getting an old C4 transmission serviced. Change the pad. What colour's the liquid? We're all good. I am still outraged that Magic Mike yeah. not only did it not win at an Academy Award, that it didn't win all the Academy Awards. Except, um, no, all of them. It should have won all of them. Even like short film, best documentary, everything. Best foreign language. Clean sweep. Ah, oh, Best a, independent. His pants were talking a language I could understand. Yeah. So Showgirls had to walk so that <gasps> that, show, that movie could run. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't ever use Showgirls as an example of anything. Except for a bad movie. Oh, it's you know it's not even it it's may- not even that bad. Hey, for fourteen-year-old people living in the country whose parents were strict Catholics and you wanted access to softcore pornography, Showgirls was an excellent substitute. I'll have you think it's like True Blood for vampires. It, it e- got us by. But even then, it's just telling you how to do it wrong. I can't. I got my period. We were country kids. Leave us alone. Oh God! I oh God! I'm gonna have an embolism. I hate Showgirls so much. It's a terrible it's such film. Such a bad movie. It's the same reason everyone watched Species. Everyone wanted to see the titties. That's different. You know what? I can give you a pass with Species. With species. Yeah. I actually I don't. Do you want to hear the best stories about Species? Yes. Okay. So a friend and I we were in as this is when I lived in Melbourne. Yeah. Okay. So we'd been to see a movie and we were like. Because, you know, like the big studios firing all – they used to everyone be peeped door at the attendance, but they're like, now we're going to save money. We're going to fire everybody. So there's just like one teenager in the building. So we're like, fuck you, capitalism. And we're like, let's let's take it to a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just like – and my friend, just, you know, confidence of a white man, just just like walks in like a door. And I'm just like – 
holy shit. So then I try to white man confidence walk in the door. Out of nowhere, someone appears. Excuse me, ma'am, where's your ticket? Oh. And I'm like, it's one fucking person building. And I'm like, oh, oh, my... Uh, my friend has it, you know, doing the whole, yeah. you know, which is the obvious, I don't have a ticket, yeah. I'm here illegally, call the police. Um, <laughs> but then he came out with, like, white man, you know, confidence. And it's just like, oh, my God, we hurry up. Like, anyway, so we got, like, let in because they're like, don't make the white man angry. Oh, no. So we came in. It turns out it was actually one of those, like, you know, like a radio station was giving away free tickets. Yeah. Packed cinema. Oh. Okay. Absolutely. It's like almost standing room. Like the only two seats we could find were in the very front row. <sighs> it was Species. Nice. So my friend and I pretty much had to watch Species just like. That's how we watched it. Alien Snatch. <laughs> like, right. That's how you couldn't get a feeler gauge between our faces and the screen. That's yeah. how we watched it. That's how, yeah. So I'll give you a free pass for like species. I actually have happy memories of species. But if you if you grew up in a small town mm. and you all you had to, to get that as a kid mm. was your local SBS. video shop. Yes. It, uh, SBS didn't arrive until later on the okay. scene, the special broadcasting service. Bloody sex and bloody soccer. They showed all the European films. Yeah. Oh, i got to sit through an hour of soccer to see Betty Blue. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. You know what the best thing about finally just being brought up on like American filth and then finally getting to see like European filth? Yeah. You get to see women with, with like with furry bushes. badges, with yeah. bushes, and you're like, oh, just like me. It must be so cold in France. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so cultured. I'm so European. <laughs> She's peeing. I remember one of the first movies I stayed up to watch, mm. saw this woman shooting breast milk across a room, and I'm just like, wow, man. Like, I have just gone from the children's pool to the deep end. But there was a handful of movies. There was a handful of movies at every video shop that horny young kids yes. with puritanical parents could hire uh-huh. to squeeze in 30 seconds of nudity. Okay, what what was your list? Species. Yes. Okay, horror film. Yes. I'm here watching a horror film. I'm under siege. The cake, oh, the, the cake. cake bit. Yep. Okay. I thought you were just going to be like Stephen Seagal as a knob. <laughs> Predator Two, because it's got that sex scene just before. <gasps> yes, that was on my list as well. With the ah, oh, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. So Predator. She had some good titties. Oh, that was incredible. <sighs> I told the, the she that alien wasn't the only one there with zero gravity <laughs> technology, was he? There was some serious anti-grav going on there. Honestly, like that dude, like in the room, if I was like taking trophies of anything, he should have just taken those titties and just on the wall right next to the alien skull. But yeah, oh, what else is there? What would be on your list? Um, oh yeah, see, now I'm just, I'm flashbacking to like happy memories with like Predator, with Predator 2. Yeah. Um, it could be why I have such a weird, aggressive sex life. Um <laughs> Predator Too two? much Predator 2. Imagine having all your sexual... Um, <laughs> all you your... want some candy? It's all very confusing. <laughs> and somehow Gary Busey's in there. That's not a good <laughs> just thing. Just spare me on just trying to spray me with liquid nitrogen. <laughs> Buttered sausage. <laughs> what? What about my sandwich? <laughs> Fuck, Busey's back. <laughs> and his son's in the uh, Predators movie. Or the Predator. Is he? Yeah. Sorry for that ASMR, people. I'm drinking a cup of chai. He's, I don't... When? Oh, at the beginning, in the yeah, lab. he's the scientist in the lab. There we go. What's his name? 
Jake Busey. Jake Busey. Great, I think great I, actor. I think I disconnected the moment Hollywood tried to make me believe for a second that any member of the Busey family was some kind of credible scientist. But um, no, but imagine imagine like the lack of nepotism that comes with being Gary Busey's son. You know, because if you're a Beckham or you're a Depp or mm. anyone like that, you yeah. are just straight in. Yeah. Every door open. You're like, oh, I'm Gary Busey's son. Doors are slamming <laughs> shut. Like, we don't need that kind of crazy. Second generation crazy. Fuck that. And he seems perfectly normal and actually mm. pretty funny. Does Nicolas Cage have children? Oh, probably. That he knows about? I don't know. I love Nicolas Cage. I won't have a bad word about him. <laughs> I'm just like, I think it would be one of those things. Like if you went to a meeting and went, oh, my dad is like Nick Cage. I imagine people would just be like. Oh, <laughs> is dad coming to get you? <laughs> is he knocking at the door? Is he knocking at the door? Oh, my God. You are literally Pedro Pascal when Nicolas Cage <laughs> shows up. Yeah. Oh my lord! I'm gonna say some of his best work in years is that movie where he doesn't say one fucking word for the entire thing, where he just beats up puppets oh. for like for like 72 minutes. It's just <laughs> Nicolas Cage <laughs> thunderdoming the Muppets. Yeah, <laughs> and Mandy. Oh my god! I choose to believe that there was a script, but Nicolas Cage was just like. I don't act the script. The script acts Nicholas Cage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the... Um, what is that? What is that? He's the Chuck Norris of acting. <laughs> he is. He just roundhouse kicks the emotions into your face. Yeah. Bam! <laughs> You're some, sad! Bam! Throws some more dollars at you, does a high kick. He's awesome. I fucking love Nicholas Cage. Oh, my God. That is the best description of Nicholas Cage. Jeff. I'm putting it out there. If Nicolas Cage wants to be on this podcast, we will break our no guest rule. Oh. And I'll my just God. I'll stare at him with my head. Oh my god. I am gonna lovingly. I am gonna spend like I'm gonna secretly just clip a mullet onto him and then just spend the entire time just oh. trying to blow to recreate like con air. Because it could could you just look wistfully off to the side there, That's Mr. So Cage? Cool. <sighs> oh, I'd pay for like instead of cameo where he like wishes you well, you should just be able to do that. Yeah, just blow through his mullet. Just oh oh, can you oh? Just, I just we should just all those Zen sounds just yeah. kick in. As you imagine, just put your hands through the mullet, just the little <laughs> end bits, just wisping you on the. It's either, like, it's either Rolling Stone magazine or Variety magazine has a series on YouTube where actors break down their most iconic characters. Mm-hmm. Nicholas Cage's series is so worth it because he's just so matter-of-fact and open about the fact that he's kooky as fuck. Excellent. And has been since day one. And he talks about my own pri- – uh, was it Raising Idaho? Uh, Raising Raising Arizona? Yes, yes. Where he's got that wacky hairdo. Yes. And he's like, I literally tried to look like Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like – and you look at it, you're like, fuck me dead, he is. He's like, I turned up looking like Woody Woodpecker and they just used it. You know what? I, in my mind, see, this is because like Nicolas Cage is very, you know, like, mm, I'm going to be method. Okay. Yeah. So in my mind, I picture Nicolas Cage on all of the drugs, on all of the booze in Las Vegas. Yeah. Okay. Just sitting there whilst the most beautiful stripper in Las Vegas goes to bend over and pick up them dollar bills, y'all, and accidentally farts directly in his face 
And then that scene in Con Air where he's standing there, the picture, the wind is blowing. That is when he pictures back into that beautiful moment (laughs) when that beautiful stripper farted in his face. And in my mind, that's what that grin, that's what that face says to me, like the most beautiful stripper in the world farting in my face. That's what. It takes me back to Japan. (laughs) That's such an iconic scene. That's what I take from that scene. Wow. Con Air is the most amazing shit movie yeah. in the world ever created. It's so good. The dial like the dialogue so bad. Yeah. But they Brilliant. need Brilliant. But they need to make more movies like that. The Meg 2, The Expendables. <laughs> so good. Just embrace shit. But not not the Australian kind of shit. That's just shit. It's just shit. No, like iconic shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Be, be the stripper farting in the face. Oh. Don't be the person in the corner going, that's a microaggression. Yeah. Open your mouth, lean into it. Don't be a Ridley Scott. Don't try to get into the backstory of like where the strippers oh. came from. They are the engineers. Fuck yeah. off. Oh, sometime a thousand years ago, she ate an off Chico roll. <laughs> and that's what happened. Her anus diverged. Oh, fucking Scott. You're just ruining a good time for everybody. Stop talking about her anus diverging. Oh, just just let her fart in your face, Ridley. Just let her fart in your face. Just be in the moment, Ridley. Be in the moment. That dirt button doesn't need an origin story, does it? Don't let Dave Filoni anywhere near it. All these iconic characters getting retconned. Oh, my God. Uh, That's what you should call your memoirs. Don't let Dave Filoni anywhere near it. Origin of a dirt button. (laughs) (laughs) I came from nothing. Surrounded by dirt. Oh, my God. The best thing is as we sit here and I laugh, I can just hear all your teacups rattling in the background. This is not the house. We talk about fucking Nicolas Cage blowing out the ring holes of strippers and your lovely, like, lose grandma's teacups are just... That's the ghost of my grandma fucking a soldier against the back of that wall. That's what that is. It's the most fucked up beauty in the beast ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. But I choose to believe if your grandma was going to come back as anything, of course she's coming back as a mattress. If you reincarnate into like your. Oh my God. Yes. Be my guest. <laughs> Lay a cable on my chest. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want to cast dispersion, but your grandma was the reason that mattress protectors became a thing. And that's how we won the war. A lot of very happy American soldiers knowing what they had to fight for. Their place in the queue. <laughs> <sighs> I choose to believe that um, – oh, my God. I'm just – I'm picturing it. Like, I'm going back. Like, all of this started because oh, 
your grandma farted in the face of a serviceman who then birthed a child, which then bequeathed Nicolas Cage. It might have been. Cue to that scene in Con Air. It might have been Patton. It might have been, was it General Patton who was based in Australia? And then ended up, he's like, I will return for another taste. Put that cigar out. In your grandma. You're in a flammable area, mate. No Just naked flames. No naked flames in the whole watches. Ooh. Oh, my God. Wasn't your grandma's cooch? Wasn't the code name the Philadelphia Experiment? <laughs> 2,000 soldiers went in, never seen again. <laughs> they all died on a beach smiling. <laughs> Perry doesn't have a beach. Just one guy with a limp bar, oh, yeah. the things I saw. <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. God, you know what? Let's ra- everyone where you are raise a ghost, raise a ghost, raise raise a ghost. <laughs> oh, we're sober. <coughs> oh, and if you are going to raise a ghost, oh my god, that fucking that horny ghost that tried to blow Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters, oh, that yeah. that'd be your grandma. No, she wasn't trying to get a part in a movie. She was a patriot. No, she would just be like, oh, she sees a man in pants for the war. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even. Dude, this is Lou's fault. Lou gave me red wine. Everyone knows what happens when I drink red wine. We do now. I get horny. Oh, I get, God. I get horny. I get horny like your grandma. Oh, my God. Don't do that. Yeah. Some poor what Americans. was her name again? Her name was Claire and she was a saint. Get a little more of the spirit of Claire down me. Oh, my goodness. She did love a drop of red. <laughs> there you hear? This, this is how... This is how or it's... yellow or white or brown. She didn't discriminate. Mexicans <laughs> in Port Perry. <laughs> Woohoo! She led the way. This is how Bogan, my family, were in Port Perry. Mm. My grandfather, when he retired, he was, <clears throat> he was a very skilled um, fitter and turner. He used to... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> The mechanical trade. He's not the only man who's fitted and turned your grandma. <laughs> There's a lot of slap in this bearing. Fit turned. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> very, uh, very uh, skilled engineer. Mm. And of course, when he retired, he didn't have access to all the machines and stuff that he used to do. He was a little bit bored, so we bought him a, a timber router. Mm. Like, I was fucking five. I don't remember doing this. But he started making wood fucking everything. And he. Everything. 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 Including a very ornate goon box stand, which would sit on the, the kitchen table. Yes. Pride. So the goon box, the box wine, yeah. of course, for our American listeners, mm-hmm. one of Australia's greatest inventions. Mm-hmm. Four litres of cheap Berry Estates claret would sit there and he would it was just the right height to pour it into a schooner glass. That's our fucking country we were. That's what we should do as merch. We need to, like, have the fancy St. Clair goon bag holder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which she just used as, like, a fire hydrant to just put her out at the end of a heavy session. Nothing could put that woman out. <laughs> we didn't start the fire. Ah, oh, oh, Japan didn't have a chance. Did not have a chance. No. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> 
you know what? I got nothing. I have no segue whatsoever thinking anyway. I'm just imagining the, the two guys in Jaws comparing scars. <laughs> What's that one? Oh, that one. That's Claire. <laughs> oh, I've got one from Claire. That's why it's fist deep. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. This was her in nineteen. This was her in nineteen seventeen. Oh. Nineteen eighteen. They're not taking core samples of her. Oh, it's not a geology expedition. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! If we, if they could clone anyone to bring back and just have a Jurassic Park full of. <laughs> I tell you what, the Australian economy would boom. No more trips to Thailand. <laughs> no more trips to Thailand. Port Piri becomes a tourist destination. It's always meant to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know what? Speaking of bringing in the tourists, <laughs> that, I guess, whatever, it'll bring us to the topic of this week. That'll do. Oh, my Lord, I have to get, a, I have to get another one. Yeah, i got to get a non-alcoholic corona. I mean, God, the two worst things together at last. <laughs> ah. I'm having a tropical pineapple lime mixed vodka. Oh, God. Is it not good? Well, Corona's a shit beer to start with, and if you take the alcohol out of it, <laughs> it... Uh... I did see it in the reject shop for food. Yeah. But I thought I'd give it a go. Looked fancy, not good. How would you describe it? Well, in the words of Monty Python, it's like making love in a canoe. It's fucking close to water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a no? That's a no. All right. Okay. I will drink it. <laughs> Bless you. Take one for the team. Like your grandma. Uh, you know what? This Take week- team for the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That dying scene in Star Trek would have been a lot different if your oh, grandma yeah. was there. Just your cooch up against the window. Oh, you always will be my friend. It <laughs> 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 made the same... Oh, like throwing pickles on the window at McDonald's. As Captain Kirk cried. No. <laughs> You'd cry too. You know what you're missing out on? <laughs> oh, Lord. <sighs> Speaking of crazy white people, <sighs> Connecticut. <laughs> there is a lot of money in Connecticut. Really? A lot of money in Connecticut. Okay. I know nothing about Connecticut. It's where rich New Yorkers kind of go. Okay. You know, if you can't afford the prime, you go to Connecticut, basically, for your holiday. Like, oh, my God, I'm going for a holiday. And it's like a half-hour drive. Yeah. And this will let you know how much money there is in Connecticut. Okay. In 1940, white people were 98% of the population. Right. In 2022, surveys showed that the population of white people had fallen down to about 69%. Yes. It now has one of the biggest disparages between top earners and low-income earners in the United (laughs) States. Right. So Mm. they've discovered opioids. (laughs) And as we find out in this week's episode, that whitey number might be dropping down to 68%. Oh. As some little green folks pop up to scope out the housing market in Connecticut in front of over 200 
eyewitnesses. Okay. And two men pick up more than they bargained for by the side of the road. Oh, no. Wink. (laughs) In this week's episode of Close Encounters in Connecticut. That really sounds sad. (laughs) Doesn't it? I met a dentist. (laughs) I was going to say, yeah, it's just like two very rich white people who haven't touched each other in like 50 (laughs) years of marriage. (laughs) That is the noise they make. (laughs) (laughs) Just as the percentage dropped from 98 to 69. (laughs) The capitalist class struggle might be as ugly as hell, but that can't be said... About the tree-lined streets of Connecticut. Mm-hmm. You know what's fancy? Because there's a lot of like green parks. A lot of big old trees. Okay. That old wealthy money. Whilst in Connecticut, you can actually visit one of its many parks. Okay. The first park that popped up, if you did like a little Google of Connecticut in this area, was the Dickinson Memorial Park. Oh. Do you know what I found out? No. Some people... Choose to review public parks. Oh, as in like review them online? Yes, yeah, and yeah, give yeah. them like ratings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, th- that's really common. White people are so sad. It's because we don't have real problems. <sighs> Chris Arndt has given it five stars. Good on you, Chris. You're five in- star park. There you go. There are two benches and tables at this location mm. within the playground area. Well. I want to establish if Chris has kids. <laughs> Alright. Before I comment if this is a good or a bad review. Bring your own chairs in case it gets crowded. So a third person arrives? <laughs> good for short slash medium sitting time. What is that? It's for good Time, not a long time. Short slash medium. The, the Americans will do anything but use the metric system, <laughs> won't they? Anything. 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 What's the time? It's four sittings o'clock. I give this, it's it's good for two and a half cans of Corona piss water. <laughs> so he gives it five stars. Right. Meanwhile, Maxi Mum. Maxi Mum? Who's given 28 reviews. Oh. Has reviewed the Dickinson Memorial Park and only given it two stars. Mm. With a comment of, meh. Is that it? That's literally, meh. Wow. Literally sat down and typed, meh. Meh. (laughs) The amount of commitment that goes into like log in, put your password, forget your password, remember you had to change your password because it was over 30 days since you use it, can't remember that password, swear, have to go to an old account to get remind password. Yeah. Fucking hell, Maximum. I know. But that was four years ago, so I don't know if things have like livened up. Okay. You know, but (laughs) just just be warned. It may either be good for short term. Maybe she stayed long term. Maybe she's like one of those restaurant critics that they all fear. All the parks are just like, she's coming. (laughs) Maximum's coming. Look, look, bushy. (laughs) She just turns up, meh. Oh, do you know how long I slaved at being a tree? There's there's grass, there's trees. What else do you fucking need? Oh my what god. What does Maxi Mum look like? 
Yeah, Maxie Mum was once touched up by a squirrel and it's like never let that shit go. Or not touched up by a squirrel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> Randy Etting. Stop calling your kids Randy. Isn't it short for Randall? Yeah, but it's, you know it's going to get broken down to Randy. Suppose it's like if you call your kid cunts Viner, like you know, like what it's getting. <laughs> Read the room. No, cunts Viner Hitler. <laughs> Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> oh my god! If there's somebody out there right now who's pregnant, <laughs> don't. If we don't get Guns Viner on the trending baby name list, I feel like we failed. When I worked at newspapers and they would release that name of the list of names every year, we used to call it the Shallow Bush Grave Names. Because <laughs> you could pick all the kids that were going to end up in Shallow Bush Graves. <laughs> oh, with like the, the triple and the. Yeah. Yeah. The weird like triple X's and the. Oh, the, the Sons of Anarchy years. Every second <sighs> boy was called Jackson. Yeah. With two X's. Yeah. Just oh. Jacks. Yeah. Oh, God. Jacks. Oh, here's Kuntzweiner Hitler. <laughs> He'll do all right. Sounds quite distinguished, actually. <laughs> Can you imagine Professor Kuntzweiner? What do you, you shorten his first name down to? Just Sveiner? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Randy worked at the time as a pilot for a commercial airline. Okay. I love the fact is whenever it comes to these things from like UFOs, yeah. it's it's always this straight away. Oh, but he had a job. Okay, so he's not <laughs> he's not some like corn dealer smoking crack. He had like a proper job that has drug testing. They want to state that straight away. Okay. All right. Okay. So as a pilot for a commercial airline. So has a job and a job that involves drug testing. Yes. And he'd been there. He'd have over 30 years of flying experience. So he was outside his house one night. He would often sit outside. Sad, sad family life. Looking at the park. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm going to see something that's worth it. He would often sit outside where he would try to identify the stars as well as identifying passing airplanes. Okay. Oh, look at it go. Lap my hopes and dreams and my will to live. Before it was sucked out by Kunz Varner. You're very judgmental for someone whose hobbies include Xbox. (laughs) He's allowed to sit on his porch and identify stars. What's wrong with that? Plock. <laughs> so he'd sit outside identifying stars, not inside battling space aliens like a real hero. Oh, I'm sorry. At approximately <laughs> nine. Real hero? You wouldn't get five minutes with my grandma. You're not a soldier. <laughs> She's not even going to let you brush up against her on a train. <sighs> I am looking for a new mattress, though. No, oh, yeah, there you go. I'll give her a call. Get the Ouija board out. <laughs> no, the, the problem is, unless there's an Ouija board that just has two yes, no, no. That's <laughs> oh, the consentomatic. <sighs> and approximately. <laughs> oh, 
God, bless that woman. Fucking hell, post-COVID coughing. At approximately 9.45, Randy saw something he hadn't seen before passing over the I-84. Happiness. Oh, it's Connecticut. they got lovely parks. (laughs) I hear they're a bit... (laughs) (laughs) Looking into the sky, Randy saw at least eight lights. Okay. All different colours. Okay. Flying very close together without sound. Okay. Silently, the object moved over his home. Okay. Randy watched the object with his 7 by 35 binoculars. Oh. I don't know what that means, but I felt like someone out there would be like, "Mm, damn. (laughs) He could see that the lights were in fact part of one giant silent object. Okay. Randy said heat waves were coming off the object, which distorted the area around the lights. Like in my car at the moment. (laughs) The object was round, the lights forming a horseshoe pattern. Randy called out to his son and his direct neighbours and told them to come outside. And they all stood outside watching the object for 10 minutes as it slowly moved to the northwest. Notice there's no meh. There's no meh. There's no mentioning of Kansvana. (laughs) She didn't get an invite out. She did not. She just would have gone outside and gone. (laughs) (laughs) Mean just gone inside giving it a two-star review. (laughs) Seen alien. Meh. Meanwhile, down along I-84, over a dozen cars had pulled over to the side of the road to watch the same object. It was about ninth. This was a direct quote. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was going to look up. What's a Connecticut accent? Oh, God, I don't know. It was like old white woman with money. It was about 9.30 or so and I was driving east on 84 around the Sotheby area when I noticed these lights ahead of me. That's Mark Clampett from the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> see, they've got money. Yeah. <laughs> they were low, see, and it looked like a 747 was going to land on the highway. This thing had about 10 lights in kind of a half circle. And the lights were yellow, green, blue, white, and red. Can you imagine people today? They'd just be like, the gays! The gays are here! They've got interstellar travel! They're going to shoot me with my ray gun and make me gay! (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they'd be panicking. They'd be like, here comes a good time. Says all the men who are down night fishing down yeah. by the river. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, the guys are here. Oh, oh Lord. <laughs> and just that, who's that dickhead? Try this in a small town. Choo, oh, choo, Jason choo. Aldean. <sighs> so, all the different colors of the lights. This thing was going very slow and moving from the east to the west. 
all of a sudden, everyone on both sides of the road began slamming on their brakes and pulling over to the side. It was a dangerous thing to do since there were several trucks apparently trying the same thing. Now, you know it's something when even a truck driver yeah. who's been getting $1 blowjobs at <sighs> 3 in the morning from meth addicts, if even they're like, damn, that's, I'm going to stop and look at that. That's when you know it's something unusual. <laughs> I pulled over and watched this thing pass directly over the westbound lanes. I saw a dark mass behind the lights and there was no sound. I saw the lights of a state trooper just ahead of me and I figured he was called to see what was going on. Then all of a sudden, this thing gets real bright. I mean, all the lights just got ten times brighter for about ten seconds or so. Then they faded to where they were before and that is about as bright as a plane's wing lights. Who, like, who sees a UFO and is like, I'm calling the police. Uh, yeah, you'd be surprised. What? 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 What is a lone policeman in a patrol car going to do about the intergalactic spacecraft hovering over a city? What is it going to do? Give it a ticket? Going to shoot freedom at it. That's what it's going to do. It's not fucking John McClane, all right? Calm the fuck down. I don't know what you expect the fucking cop to do. Who would you call? Your fucking grandma. (laughs) What's she going to do? Lure them down? Oh, boys. Fresh Uh, rice pudding here on the windowsill. I was put my red light globe on. See, they're too busy doing that to launch an invasion, is yeah. what I'm saying. You need the stripper that farted on Nicolas Cage <laughs> to just get out there and... <laughs> there we go. Show the hand signals. Just with her flaps? Yeah. <laughs> semaphore with her vagina. <laughs> Uh, uh, Can you imagine, like, cause you have- who needs labiaplasty now, Travis? Aren't you glad I've still got it? I picture the poor woman down the front of like the Eminem concert trying to like translate rap god. <laughs> uh, just be like forcing 20 psi through two pieces of lunch ham. Just. <laughs> You're a vegan and you can still imagine it. <laughs> I need to drink more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lou over here <laughs> in charge of the video having to sit through this. Oh my god. Uh, regret in real time. Uh. So the lights have faded back to light the lights. Okay? Yeah. They're really bright and they've gone back. It says, that really scared me. <laughs> I wanted to get going because I thought there was some type of invasion or something. <laughs> Fucking Americans, calm down, build a wall. Calm down. <laughs> Not, oh, my God. Space Mexicans. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, if aliens are going to fucking land, they don't, like, they're going to go to fucking, like, Austria. They're going to go to fucking Switzerland. You know, they don't want to fucking live by the 7-Eleven on the I-84. No. They're going to go check out their old car park in Latin America. You know, yeah, exactly. What, oh. ha- what happened to our jungle there? <laughs> oh, no, it's full of tourists. <laughs> they went back to Argentina and they're like, oh, fuck. Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, when will they ever get rid of these guys? Oh, my God. <laughs> Remember that guy that we told the secrets on how to build rockets? <laughs> Where's he? Oh, he's yeah, in America. Oh, my God. That went really bad. It <laughs> went really bad. <laughs> X-Nay on the rockets, eh? Oh, the- so this fellow, the lights, someone turned on the lights straight away. Ah, it's an invasion! I just wanted to go home! <laughs> Never found me there! Besides, I was afraid of some trucker plowing into my car. I watched it head west and lost it. I turned on the radio for news but didn't hear anything about any UFOs on any of the local stations. Because mass media is no longer covering the news. <laughs> yeah, it's true. just Kenny Loggins. What the? Oh. Uh, another person on the highway actually had the presence of mind to pull out their camera and take a picture. Yeah. Better than phoning like a cop. Yeah. The photographer described the object as moving silently and that he felt there was a solid object behind the lights. The man later released the image but asked that he remain anonymous as he felt that the public ridicule would affect his career. That's fair. I actually printed out a copy of the photo and then I left it on the printer. Do you want me to do uh, I can bring it up? I can show yeah, it to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let me have a look. Make some like chit-chat about something. Oh, okay. Uh <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, it's, wow. That's that really? That's yeah. what you've got? That's why I don't do crowd work. <laughs> Where are you from? What do you do? Your grandma fucking... will be so disappointed. <laughs> <sighs> Connecticut. Oh, we, God. We, we, now we'll, you've got to spell Connecticut. We'll put, oh my God, you have no idea. It's like spell check, spell check. <laughs> um, we will put this up on the, okay, here it is. All right. That's that's the photo. If you want to show that to the viewers. Oh, uh, there. I don't know if that's even visible. Uh, I'm going to look. I was going to hold it to him. That's actually look. That's actually pretty cool. I don't know if this works. Sure. Well, just imagine. Ooh. Look how fucking cracked your screen is. <laughs> look at that. Wow. Cracked your grandma's badges. <laughs> Please. It was the 40s. (laughs) They had plenty of chapsticks. (laughs) Your grandma was the human chapstick. You just feed that thing a chapstick like an orangutan getting a banana through the prison bars. Just gone. Rub it on your lips. (laughs) Several drivers claimed that their cars lost power as the object moved overhead. That's a hell of a lot of electromagnetic radiation. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, my God, put a potato out. Tasty. As, I don't know, just science. As the unidentified object moved to the west, yeah. it was observed above New Milford, Connecticut. Oh, I've got to go to New Milford. That sounds pretty cool. 
<laughs> That's a Milford I'd like to visit. <laughs> Absolutely. The internet's been telling me all about it. It's where lonely MILFs that want to fuck me live. They're always getting struck in the dryer. <laughs> uh, Robert Nellis was in his car along with his dog. And Jeff, a friend. Oh, hello. Going night fishing, were we? They had been fishing. (laughs) (laughs) They were travelling along a back road. Hey, of course they were. Euphemistically. Off Route 7. Oh, hello. Travelling home from a day and early evening spent fishing on the Connecticut River. No fucking fish in the Connecticut River. No, no. They, were, they were doing it biblically where they were learning to become fishers of men. We forgot our poles. Whatever shall we do? I know. Let's make some. Oh, they had their poles. Oh, yeah. They had their poles. <laughs> Gentlemen, start your crabs. Oh. Robert's dog began to cry and bark because nobody should have to see that. Put your pets outside the room while you're doing it. Yeah. You know, or just give them a newspaper to read or something. Yeah. <laughs> like they're from a Gary Larson cartoon. Yeah, just, just look at that for yeah. a bit, you know. Robert looked in the direction his dog was looking and over to the northeast, hovering over a clump of pine trees was a group of bright lights less than a quarter of a mile away. Robert stopped his car. Yeah, this was the moment they pulled over. Yeah. So they pulled over to get a better look. And at the same time, he says his radio began to sound funny. (laughs) I put it on one of them Democrat stations. As the station they had been listening to was cut across by weird-sounding static. Okay. The two men and dog sat in the car watching the lights. And if that's not an NBC show, I don't know what is. Yeah. After a while, they realised that the lights were moving towards them. Oh. The dog began to repeatedly bark as the object moved closer and eventually moved over their vehicle. With all the bright lights, it would have been like a mobile gay disco. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God! Our people have come for us. I'm finally free. <laughs> Insert anal probe joke here. <laughs> Jeff was no joke. Robert described the object as being, quote, larger than a football field. Again, Americans will do fucking anything but use their metric system. (laughs) Anything. Well, that could have been Jeff. I don't know that he was describing. (laughs) (laughs) I see why it took a day and a half. (laughs) I'm going to need me a bucket of chicken grease. (laughs) Going to need a bigger boat. And by boat, I mean anus. Oh. No one needs a bigger anus. No one. (laughs) You haven't met Jeff. (laughs) I have not. (laughs) (laughs) Established something in that something in that area was larger than a football field. (laughs) (laughs) We should make 
Valentine's Day cards. No, we shouldn't. My love for you is like your dick, larger than a football field in the sky. (laughs) Sorry. The lights in front were in a semicircle. Oh. Da, da, da. Robert says the object, quote, it covered the sky and blocked out everything all overhead. Again, could have been Jeff. Could have been. The object was, quote, dark grey material with very little reflectability. That's a pretty good description, to be honest. Robert says the object was no more than 500 feet above them. Okay. So if you can say how many feet it is tall, how many feet is it wide, Jeff? (laughs) Convert it. (laughs) Uh. So it covered the sky. It blocked out everything overhead, yet it made no sound. After it passed over the two men... The men watched as the object silently moved towards the north. Robert says that they observed the object for no more than 10 minutes. Yet. Yet. When they arrived home 40 minutes later than they should have, which means either they stood looking at the object for a lot longer than they realised or something happened in that 40 minutes that the men are unable or unwilling to remember. Oh. It's when they presented at home holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I caught, reveals his crabs. Oh, I mean... The- I thought you were going to say something wholesome about it. Look what I caught, the love of my life. But you uh, just got nut crabs, shellfish, crawdads, ball infections. Who <laughs> says that you can't get that from the love of your life? Just because they're the love of your life doesn't mean they're skank and con- <laughs> contagious. This is why we're not making Valentine's Day cards. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. You're skank and contagious, but I love your filthy ass. I can't quit you, although medically I should. Am I a marine biologist? Because I love studying your crabs. (laughs) See, oh my God, we're going to be millionaires. (laughs) Yeah, if you can find the two people in the world that want to give each other... Those cards. Robert and Jeff of Connecticut. <laughs> oh, my, oh, God. As you can tell, we live under an airport. <laughs> or. I, I don't know. It's, like, it's at least the size of a football It's a football field, at least. <laughs> it's not very silent, though. Between 9.30 and 10.15 that night, over 200 calls were made to state and local police. Yes. Again, it's a UFO. What is the popo going to do? They still can't find the crackhead that broke into my house five years ago. How the fuck are they going to find the fucking alien in space? I'm spitting. I'm so angry. 
Hell of a time to order a pizza, though, because everyone would be on the phone to the cops. Mm, mm. Clear run. Mm, actually, good call, good yeah. call, good thinking. So during a UFO flap, that's your time to start ordering Uber Eats. Which see you, just a fan of Uber Eats. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the end of the, end of the world. I'm going to get this Maccas in seconds. Yeah. I'd go, I'd, go, I'd go Hungry Jack's or Burger King for the Americans yeah. over McDonald's well, if I had to choose. McDonald's don't have a vegan option. That's oh, I'd actually, I'd like slutty vegan. That looks so good. But anyway. Slutty vegan? Mm. It's, a, it's a, like a fast food chain in America. Oh, hi. Yeah. Oh, my God. The pictures look so amazing. But anyway. So over 200 calls. That's slutty vegan. <laughs> like, hello. Are you annoyed that they named a restaurant after you? <laughs> I'm proud. Yeah, you should be. I'm proud. My legacy just lives you on. you drinking red wine. <laughs> That's the logo. You just walk through my flaps. <laughs> Literally, that's all it takes. Red wine. Red wine. Anyway. There you have it, folks. Coming up at our live show. Woo! Buy Liz a glass of red. You're in. Oh, my God. No, like, but like seriously, like crazy. So I like, get into like full Predator 2 mode. It's like. Okay. Mm. No one is safe. The state police told callers that what they were seeing was simply a group of ultralight aircraft. Okay, so take this. Okay, this is your believability scale. Okay. Okay, so we're sitting here for like, this is like believable. Yes. And over here we've got complete bullshit. Yeah. Okay, so let us know where you are on your, on your scale. So the oh my god, it's it's a football field in the sky and there's lights, you know. Yeah. No, no, no this is what okay. from the cops' answer. Yeah. This is how believable you okay. think this is? Hang on, why are you making me do the fucking Hitler salute if I don't believe them? <laughs> why? The state police told. Well, no, if you do it that way, then it's not Hitlery. No, go that way. If I put, fucking, oh, if fucking I Paul Lou, seriously. Put, look at this, <laughs> like, this no, meatball. Don't go that way. He go that way. Do you believe them? The <laughs> no. <laughs> I reckon if you glued googly eyes on there, it would have made fascism so much more popular. <laughs> oh my god, shitless list in a very different mood. <laughs> Suddenly they're not so scary. I don't know why. Uh, what are these Jews complaining about? Oh my god. You know what? Next time any of those like fucking proud boys are, like try their shit, like in, in my mind, I'm just gonna put the googly eyes on them. <laughs> Just a whole bunch of guys hiking up into the mountains wearing ski masks. Let's all go night fishing. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Let's talk about anything but the metric system. <laughs> oh my god. Whew. Okay, so without going. Hitlery with googly eye. Okay, so you're like, oh my god, I've seen a UFO. This is what the cops are telling. Okay, you. yep. The state police told callers that what they were seeing was simply a group of ultralight aircraft. So where's this on your scale? 
So it was ultralight aircraft who had taken off from Candlewood Airport and were simply flying in very close formation. At night. At night. With coloured lanterns hanging from the bottom of their planes. Multiple colours. And the reason you couldn't tell they were gliders was because they were all painted black because they only wanted to see the lights because it was probably just some people playing a practical joke. (laughs) I call bullshit. Yeah. Okay. Two of those eyewitnesses, Mr. and Mrs. Pruicks, yes, who lived in Middlebury, Connecticut, who had spoken to state police, had called them after the object had hovered over their house for two minutes. Yeah. And Betty was absolutely 100% million percent positive it was one solid object, not a series of small planes. Yeah. Mr. Pruicks, who had served in the Air Division of the Navy, said, quote, It was one craft and like no aircraft that I have ever seen in my life. Yeah. The thing about ultralights is they're loud as fuck. The state police, a couple of days later, would change their formal position. Right at this point, every black person in Connecticut is just going, see what we deal with. <laughs> see what we fucking deal with. It was black people with lanterns. <laughs> they flapped their arms like <laughs> Icarus. Yeah. Mm. So the state police would later change their formal position, stating that they had made an error on the night. Right. Not about it being ultralight planes, but the planes they claimed came from Stormville Airport and not the Candlewood Airport. Oh, okay. That was the fault in their explanation. Yeah. Okay. Did anyone phone the airport and get confirmation of these flight logs? Someone phoned the airport. (laughs) And a flight instructor who worked at Stormville Airport told investigators that there was, in fact... Only one ultralight plane at Stormville Airport. Right. He also insisted that the plane had not been up that night. In fact, the plane had never been up ever at night because it was actually illegal to fly ultralight planes at night. Like, they don't have proper instrumentation or anything. It's a fucking kite with a Volkswagen engine on it. Yeah. Which is why it's illegal. Yeah. Which, as they pointed out, the reason this explanation is bullshit for many, many reasons. Yeah. Is because if there was a group, let alone one person flying an ultra light plane at night, that bay breaks so many of like the air rules. Yeah. And that is the one thing that you can't fuck around with. Yeah. Like, you can fuck around with, like, driving laws, but, like, the, you know, like, the, the air, space stuff, what do you call them? Those laws? Like, they will they will come after you. Yeah. Like, that's just, you can't just breach those rules and they're like, eh. Like, you could bring down jumbo jets. Yeah. They've got a real thing about it in America, funnily enough. Mm, yeah. Mm. It's almost like something happened. Mm. 
Mm. There was no investigation. No one was ever charged. There was no hunt for who was ever driving these mysterious ultralight planes. I think it's best summed up the response by the police, by the official statement. Comes from good old Randy Eating, the sad, lonely pilot (laughs) at the beginning of our story. When commercial pilot Randy Eating heard the police explanation, Randy simply described the explanation as the, quote, prattling of idiots. (laughs) That's brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) So here's you, Randy, I think. Yeah. Um, There has been no official explanation um, for the lights in the sky and no one has ever come forward to admit conducting a prank on that night flying a multitude of light planes through the sky. Yeah. These days it would be much easier to do something. Like when did that happen? What year was it? Uh, That was the 80s. Yeah. So back in the 80s, like, I mean, today you could do it with geolocated drones. Yeah. You'd still hear them, but... You, you could you could essentially do what they're doing. Yeah, that, it shit, was did, that shit did not exist in the 80s. May 1987. Yeah, no, nah, they didn't have anything. Yeah. Actually, I have a query, okay, yeah. because now that, you know, obviously they had that whole, you know, investigation Senate thing in America where the government came out and went, yeah, okay, we've had shit that we couldn't identify yeah. that has been to earth. Does, so does that mean – so if anyone's ever written – say, so if I'd seen that in 1987, so if anyone's ever written to the government and went, oh, I saw, you know, a UFO, and then the UFO has – the government has then sent a letter saying, oh, yeah, no, nah, that was nah, – no, that was bullshit. That was like, you know, a plane or something in the sky. Yeah. Can those people – can those people now write back and went, oh, hang on, now that you're actually admitting that – you have seen shit and everything that you've done has been bullshit. Can I actually get the actual, like, what was actually evidence you have from that night? Oh, you can try under freedom of information, but you got fucking Buckley. Or at least give me an apology. Oh, that's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. The government doesn't apologise. <laughs> I'm just saying, Nick, because now if they're like, oh, yeah, okay, we admit this shit's been happening. Yeah. yeah does that Does that change everything? Can I now... Can I now write in about these incidents and be like, look, now that we're actually gloves off, we're actually admitting aliens exist, can I have information on this? That's the thing. They're not admitting that at all. All they're saying is we have a program to investigate stuff and here's some things that we have investigated. They're not, they haven't just opened the doors on every single thing they've ever done. Well, can you be like, have you investigated this? Yeah, yeah. You can. Can um, we can we write them a letter saying can uh, we get a copy of everything you have investigated? Let's pay the twenty seven dollars fifty or whatever it is for FOI. It's no, it's like six hundred minimum. Let's crowdfund. Yeah, we could. You know, and be like, yeah, let's get a copy of everything. There's a whole bunch of stuff from ASIO, Australia's CIA. Mm. There's a whole bunch of stuff from them that's just on the internet now. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just declassified. There's some really cool um, documents about Woomera. <laughs> Can you imagine if the Australians were just like, oh, yeah, no, the the Americans are totally, like, totally just to, like about to admit, yeah, aliens exist. So someone's just like, oh, we'll just release it all. Yeah. Print. <laughs> I can see it happening. And then the Americans coming out going, oh, yeah, no, maybe. Ah, what have we done? Okay, so sorry, what's on that? What's on that? 
So there's a bunch of stuff. Like the ones that I've read were about um, – so during the Woomera rocket tests because the distance from the Woomera rocket range to mm. Broome in northwest Western Australia, it was the equivalent distance of like New York to Moscow. How many football fields is that? Oh, it's at least 10. It's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so there was a lot of uh, ballistic missile testing there mm-hmm. by the British and the Americans. Mm. And there was a shitload of UFO sightings out there at the time. Mm. A lot of them were put down to these tiny little spiders that migrate on the wind. So they, they cast a tiny little um, thing of, um, yeah. Is it? How could a spider story in Australia surprise you? But we they migrate on the fucking. Are you saying at any moment a spider can be blown into my face? Is that what you're saying? In the outback, yeah, because they they cast a tiny little bit of silk and then they jump and they get caught by the wind and that's how they migrate. So fucking <sighs> flying spiders, just another reason to love Australia. Yeah, so that's what a lot of them how were. Is that secret being like held? <laughs> well, but that, that was one of the things I was seeing. So they were doing these rocket tests and they were following them with theodolites. And they'd see these streaks of light that looked like they were following them, but it was literally just light reflecting back through these spiders that were flying in the wind. That's fucking worse. That's, I would that's worse. Fucking aliens fucking fly. The fucking spiders flying into our fucking face. And not normal spiders either. We're talking outback spiders, the unhinged ones that take fucking prisoners and have a shed. No, that are like Wolf Creek, yeah. but a spider. But so a spider. even worse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. But no, no, there's there's a ton of them in there. There's a ton of documents. If you just want to go having a look. I don't, I don't give a fuck about the aliens now I've heard about the fucking spiders what are we doing about the spiders there's, a, there's another guy who also did some research and he figured out a really smart way of getting this because obviously the governor will be like nah we're never releasing that Yeah. this guy actually searched police records and he actually had a ton of police records declassified because people in Australia just like America phone the police so he got a ton of police records declassified Yeah. showing different UFO stuff and we actually did one about the um the Spalding UFO, that guy got, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was from police records that were released under Freedom of Information. Oh. So it's, so, it's out there. So are you, are you saying we need to FOI the Connecticut police force? Uh, well, I'm sure someone else already Actually, has. this is really interesting because remember we did the, the Murthysborough mod, mud monster? Yes. And I was saying, like, how amazing their records were. Yeah. Uh, uh, because a lot of their records all came and were saved from the police department who actually kept amazing records. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Okay, for anyone out there trying to investigate the truth, FOI the popo. Yeah. Yeah, and because often, you know, they, they, they're fruitless, so often the police will release it because it was never used in a crime. It's... All that okay. sort of stuff. So, like, names might be redacted and things like that, but they often have, yeah, pretty mm. comprehensive reports. Interesting. But, yeah, Australia and Australia now, mm. because we're obviously, like, let's not joke about it, we're going to be at war with China in the next few years. Uh, and, and America is now basically tooling up in the middle of the Australian desert. Mm-hmm. So the With par- fucking spiders? Probably. But yeah, no, they reckon um, they reckon there's a lot of UFO activity around American bases in Australia. Ross Coulthard, the journalist, has done quite a bit on that. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just literally still thinking about spiders <laughs> flying. Yeah, because now that you've heard about fucking flying spiders, when it comes to UFOs, you're just like, meh. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> I give this UFO encounter two stars. Yeah, flying meh. spiders, however. Ah! <laughs> oh god. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh, is there is there a spider NATO? Maybe we need to make the Australian. So it's not just like wussy American spiders. Like it's like it's a tornado, but it picks up outback spiders and drops them into Sydney. And all these like country spiders just come out with their like eight little knives, just like fucking stab you, can. Oh, they wouldn't stab you. They'll bottle you with a bottle of Bundaberg rum. Half a broken bottle of. BB. I'll fucking root your sister. I'll fucking root your sister, mate, and I'll fucking no, I'll drop a turd in your lawn. <laughs> they could, well, they could do like eight things simultaneously, so they could stab you, fuck your sister, shit on your lawn, all simultaneously. Still got another five things to go. Yeah, well, wow. they're like scanning your like Mastercard, you know, to make legal Having purchases. Having a strip of fart in their face. Oh, I've been a fucking like a dry desert wind out on the station. Reminds me of home. <laughs> Oh my god, we could get Nick Cage to be the hero. Oh my god. Yes. 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 Oh, you know what? Cheers to our, you know, future blockbuster. We gotta start making these movies. Seriously. Yeah, it's just eight legged freaks, but in Australia. So mm. yeah. Mm. Excellent. Um Okay, thanks for joining us. Um, I am truly disturbed yes. in a way that I thought would not be. So I'm just gonna go to my Happy place, which is picturing Nick Cage as I gently but lovingly fart in his face. Because real Nicolas Cage eats a carpet. <laughs> face into the wind like a sailor. <laughs> and there's no no if you buy Liz a red wine. Oh, and oh my God, yes, coming soon. We're going to be releasing tickets. We're having a Halloween show. Oh, by the time you listen to this, they're live. Their tickets are live. Woo! 28th of October at the Rhino Room. Yes, come see our show and then we're going to have a little bit of a disco digaloo dance woo, 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 afterwards. Yay. When you say disco, it means people over the age of 60 are coming. There's going to be tunes and drinks. <laughs> oh. Fucking disco. Fucking <laughs> disco. Let's get in the Tirana and go to the disco. Put on your glad rags, fucking barrel. There'll be sequins and blow. That's what I mean. Okay. I've got face paint on order. Oh, my God. I'm just going to go as Russell Brand. Oh. <laughs> yeah, from the, from the cheap seats down the front. Shut, cancelled. Sorry, cancel. It's supposed to be horror. Uh, Isn't it dress up as something horrible? Too soon. Oh, okay. Too soon. This goes Rolf Harris again. Oh, God. <laughs> you come as your grandma. Come as a mattress. It's <laughs> horrible. Uh, all right, I'm going to end this madness. <laughs> Rest in power, Claire. In your Y-shaped coffin. 